Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, said let's go girls she's coming to Edmonton in May that's exciting I'm at Rogers place tonight the Oil Kings taking on the Calgary Hitman game's gonna start in about an hour it's the Oil Kings annual cartoon festival Oil Kings coming off a uh, tight loss last night to Vancouver taking on the Hitman this evening we'll preview that game in a few minutes the World Series is just underway Third pitch of the World Series coming up. Phillies at the Astros. I'm a bit of an old school guy when it comes to baseball. When I heard Brendan Escott saying the Phillies are the first ever third place team to make it to the World Series, I was horrified. Because when I was a kid, when I was a young man growing up in Evansburg, four teams made the playoffs. There were four divisions. You finished first, you got in. Now for some people of even a uh, more pristine vintage than me, it was just two teams in the playoffs. You won year, you finished first in your league, and you got into the World Series. Uh, I don't know about all these wildcard teams, six teams in each league. I don't know about it. I'm getting all curmudgeonry about it. Meanwhile, anyway, World Series is underway. We'll keep you posted on it. Uh, Golden Knights in hockey lead the Ducks 4-0. That's early in the third. Early in the second period, Boston up 1-0 on the Blue Jackets. Also in the second period, no score, Avalanche and Devils. Islanders up one zip on the Hurricanes. Later, Canucks home to the Penguins. Canucks won a game last night. They're 1-5-2, and two, and at 8.30, the Coyotes playing a rare home game in the first third of their schedule as they're going to be taking on the Winnipeg Jets. Oilers tomorrow, of course. Oilers tomorrow at Calgary. It's on 6.30, Chad. Face-off show at 6.30. The game will start at 8 as the Oilers will try to go 3-for-3 three three on this three-game road trip after that uh, crazy victory over the Chicago Blackhawks last night. CFL final weekend of the regular season kicking off in uh, about half an hour. It's BC at Winnipeg. Triple header tomorrow. Montreal at Toronto. Hamilton at Ottawa. Saskatchewan at Calgary. Of course, uh, we know who's in the playoffs already. So a bit of an anticlimactic final weekend. But the playoffs should be good when they get going next weekend. Hey, thanks for tuning in. It's Inside Sports on 630 Chet. I'm Reed Wilkins. Uh, Halloween is Monday, but I feel like, it, I feel like Halloween is all weekend and maybe Monday is going to be a little bit anticlimactic. I don't know. I feel like people are probably having Halloween parties and watching all the spooky movies this weekend. You know, like you got your Goonies 
Uh, you got your gremlins. Uh, you got your critters. What else, what else did they make, Kellen, that involve creatures from outer space or from e. hell or something like that? What's that? E.T. E.T. <laughs> do, you, do you consider E.T. a horror movie? Or no. he's just a creature from outer space? No. Now, I've talked to my, you know, <laughs> sister when she was four years old, and she was terrified, you know, the, the, with the first appearance of E.T. in the movie. And I, guess e. Would be, room, I, I, I guess E.T. would be pretty creepy. I, if yeah, for a child, kid, absolutely. You, yeah, if you didn't know the, the context of, of the movie I, and you didn't realize E.T. was the, the, the good guy and you just saw E.T., you might be like, what what is that creature? All right, you just inspired the off-topic topic, Kellen Kennedy. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you could audibly hear Kellen rolling his eyes. You could hear his eyes pivoting in their sockets as I brought up the off-topic topic. Here we go. The uh, off-topic topic, 780-496-0063. If you're using the phone for that, by the way, it's the hotline brought to you by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed, pro all the way. Creepiest and or scariest creature in a movie. Now, non-humanoid. Freddy doesn't count. Jason doesn't count. Okay? Uh... I, I, those are the only two examples I can think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Norman Bates in Psycho doesn't count. So Harry from Harry and the Hendersons would not count. He, oh, he would count. Oh, he would. Okay. Okay. That, he's Sasquatch, humanoid, right? but he's <laughs> see, Kelly, you got me. You got me. Because I guess he is. No, Harry from the the was his name uh, Harry the Sasquatch. Yeah, I guess it was. Yeah, I guess so. The Hendersons were the people. It it would have been funnier. We should do a reboot where Harry is the person and the Hendersons is the Sasquatch family that adopted him. Yeah, maybe that movie was backwards. Maybe he adopted the family. Who knows, right? Scariest non-human in a horror film. Now, we're going to include Freddy Krueger as a human because wasn't he? He was a human, right? He was, yes. Or something like that? Yeah. So, you know, we're talking some sort of an alien, some sort of a, a, a creature, uh, a demon, perhaps, ghoulies, gremlins. Now, ghoulies, ghoulies might have, uh, and we're going to talk about Caden Ghoulie in a few minutes, by the way, but this is the, the ghoulies from the movie. Ghoulies might have the greatest movie poster slash cover box of all time. Do you know the one I'm talking about, Kellen? Uh, now, I'm you didn't to work it. at Blockbuster Video, so you might not remember this. Ghoulies, it, look it up, everybody. Ghoulies has the, the creature... They were called ghoul. I don't know. I can't remember why they were called ghoulies. I just Googled it. I'm looking yeah. at it right now. He's 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 popping up out of a toilet. Yep. Yes. And doesn't the tagline say they'll get you in the end? Mm-hmm. Now, the whole movie is not about creatures living in toilets, but uh, that was the... Um, that was the the poster and the shot they the, took out of the, the movie. box cover for Ghoulies Two, Ghoulies Three, Ghoulies Four. Sure, seems to convey that, don't read. <laughs> I didn't realize they kept making Ghoulies. Oh, they movies. did. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, and again, when we do an off-topic topic, we usually don't plan. I actually had another one planned tonight, and then I literally came up with that one on the spur of the moment when when Kellen started talking about this that. This one is better. <laughs> Yeah, this one's better than the idea I had. I'll save that one for another day or for next Halloween. Well, or do it Monday. Um, I'll forget about it by Monday, everybody. Trust me. Uh, so we, 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 we do these off-topic topics. We have no idea how they're going to go. Sometimes literally nobody participates. 
of the 14 people we have listening to the show, nobody participates. Sometimes we get almost everybody participating out of our 14 listeners. So the scariest non-human creature in a, in a movie, in, in a, a, it doesn't have to be a horror. It'll probably be from a horror movie or science fiction or suspense or something. Uh, so that's what we'll do, 780-496-0063. If you're calling in, it's the hotline. For certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling system, certainty pro all the way. Follow me on Twitter, by the way, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S, and you can email the show so you can send your off-topic topic answers there as well. Inside Sports at 630Ched.com. Okay, well, well, we're off and running. i got to admit, I'm in kind of an oddly, uh, I'm not giddy, uh, but I, I'm feeling a little, uh, I don't know, I'm feeling a little, I, like I got this bolt of energy late afternoon. And I'm, I'm at the Old Kings game. It's the Cartoon Festival. So I'm feeling a little uh, little extra goofy tonight. So I don't know what's going to happen on, on the show. It could, it could get a little out of control. Uh, well, which might be a good thing. All right. So anyway, we had the Oilers. Uh, speaking of goofy, by the way, speaking of ghoulies, speaking of gremlins in the machine, that was a crazy one last night in Chicago. The Oilers got the win. That's important. You'll always take the victory. Uh, they did not play great at times. At other times, they looked incredible. <laughs> and they got the win 6-5 over the Blackhawks. And our old friend, goaltender interference, made an appearance. Here's how it sounded. Back to the blue line to Barry. Across the nurse. He'll shoot it. Saved by Stalock. Don't think he saw it. And then Evander Kane gets knocked into Stalock by Seth Jones. Crowd reacts. Shot from the point. Here's Kane. Scott! I think there was a point shot um, that I was in front of the net out of the crease on. Uh, I kind of got uh, pitchforked into the goalie and I was trying to avoid him, obviously. Um, got up uh, with the help of their defenseman pulling me up. And then I went around the outside of the defenseman. There's another shot that came in, uh, saw the rebound, and I think he made the initial, initial save. And then he, I got the rebound and he tried to stick his pad out and put in the net. And, all I can do is play until I hear a whistle. You know, it was called a goal on the ice, uh, and then the scrum came together, and then it was called a uh, no goal. Um, we thought that uh, the goaltender had time after our player was pushed into the goaltender. We thought the goaltender had time to reset. He made a save, and um, it was my call to make uh, whether to challenge. I thought it was worth the risk. I thought it was a good goal, and uh, it didn't go our way. That's the way it goes. I feel like goaltender interference is the villain in a horror movie that just keeps coming back. Oh, we've taken care of it. Oh, no, here's another controversy. Oh, great. Here he comes chasing us down the hallway again. You know, Rob and I talked about it last night. I was a little more lenient towards that being a goal. Uh, Rob thought it should not be a goal. Stoff thought it should not be a goal. Of the three of us, I was the one most thinking, I don't know, I could see that counting because I thought Kane got pushed in. Rob didn't agree. He thought he fell in on purpose. Uh, and then Stoff thought the Oilers shouldn't have even challenged it. Rob and I thought you might as well make the challenge because it, w it was already a 3-3 game. Chicago did score on the two-man advantage. I, I, you, I never got the sense the scoring, scoring was going to be done. So anyway, our, uh, we'll talk more about goalie interference and uh, goalies being bumped around with Joaquin Gage after the 6.30 news. We got Ty on the Certainty Hotline. Ty, what's going on? Oh, tie dropped. We got Dave? Dave. <clears throat> yep. 
Dave, go Hello. ahead, my man. Okay, uh, Damien from Omen. Damien from Omen. Now, okay, you're going to have to help me here. Was he humanoid or was he actually a form of Satan? He was, uh, he was a form of Satan. He was like Satan's son. Okay, so was that the one? Uh, now, I never watched those. So was it the one where it started, like in the first Omen, he was a little boy, and then he didn't he yep. grow up and become president or something? Yep, he's a little boy. His dad was Michael Caine in the movie. Oh, really? And, uh, <clears throat> or something like that. And then the second one, he was a teenager. And then the third one, yeah, he became, he was going to be some type of ambassador so he could be in, in, in some form of government, right, to get power and blah, blah, blah. But very scary. Okay, did you, now, uh, I'm, I'm not doing this to correct you because you might be thinking of one of the other movies, but it says in the first movie, Gregory Peck was... Well, Gregory Peck, sorry, Gregory sorry. Peck, he, yeah, that's it. a great actor, obviously, left yes. us a few years ago. Was and uh, Okay, well, that's awesome. I, that's, I appreciate you participating, Dave, because like I said, when I get a weird idea, I don't know if people are going to go along, along with it or not. Thank you. Okay, take care. Okay, so we got Damien... Uh, from the Omen, who I guess would have been in human form, but was technically uh, a demon or some sort of form of Satan. Okay, so that's we're we're off and running. What what else do you have, Kellen? Got some texts in as well. You can text us at the same number at. Uh, we should take a poll. Scariest creature. We got a vote for Damien. Excellent. Yes, absolutely. Ty, Ty uh, texts in and says um, he saying about the thing from the uh, oh. Stephen King movie, The Thing. Uh, well, the thing was uh, a John Carpenter movie. Oh, John Carpenter! Yeah, that Here was not a Stephen yeah. King movie. That, that's a Kurt Russell was in that. That's an outstanding movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, going down the list here, we've got. Uh <laughs> oh. Um, just laugh. Shelba is texted in and said uh, the dragon from the Neverending Story. So <laughs> there we go. The dragon from Neverending Story gets a vote. Okay. This is, see, this is why we're on at night. Yes. Uh, this is why we're on at night, because Shay Ganim, who's on from 9 to noon, he did your favorite chocolate, your favorite candy bar for Halloween. Mm-hmm. We're a little more adult from 6 to 8. We're doing your favorite creature from a horror movie. Yes, exactly. Anyway, uh, we're, we'll keep doing that throughout the night. I'm glad people are embracing it and having some fun. We will talk a bit about the Oil King scheme when we get back. Andrew Peart is standing by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Okay, Andrew Peard, play-by-play voice for the Oil Kings. Their game against Calgary tonight is on oilkings.ca. Andrew, thanks for dropping by. Always love doing these game previews with you. Hey, my pleasure. And if you're wondering, if you put the APB out about the heater in the 630 Ched broadcast booth, oh, yeah. I can tell you it is uh, in safe hands over in radio booth number three. <laughs> well, I, I I bought that the first year, and it's been used a lot. Stoff yeah. uses it more than I do. And uh, it's been left running for about three days at a time when somebody... 
has forgot to unplug it. Almost and it still works. It almost needs to be, though, just to keep, that's true. keep the place it's at a livable cold. temperature. <laughs> but we will return it once, uh, well, that's once our broadcast I didn't even notice it wasn't here. As you notice, I'm, I'm wearing borderline winter clothes to be up here tonight. Okay, before we get to this game, uh, Caden Gooley for the Canadians. Oh. For, first career goal last night. He's calling for it and finishing like a seven-year veteran. What a start for him. It's been unbelievable. I mean, the, the goal is nice. Uh, it was good to see him get it. It was just a matter of time. Um, but the fact he's playing, what, north of 23 minutes a night, and the, the game they played against the Pittsburgh Penguins, he went head-to-head -head with Sidney Crosby and held him to no points. It's it's remarkable. I remember watching him last year and saying, like, yeah, this guy should be in the NHL right now, but what do I know? And then, sure enough, he looks the same in the NHL almost that he looked in the Western Hockey League. It's It's been unbelievable just, you know, two months basically separating the end of his junior career and the start of his professional career. And uh, he's off and rolling, and if you're the Montreal Canadiens, um, you've got a good one there, and, and they need that on the back end, and uh, I think he's going to be a, a stalwart there for years to come. Okay, uh, what's going on with this Pro Cup trade? Well, he's uh, his rights have been traded to the Seattle Thunderbirds. Uh, right now, he's down in the East Coast Hockey League with uh, the National Predators uh, affiliated team there, the Norfolk Admirals. Um, and I think, you know, there's maybe some thought that is he best served to be in the East Coast League, which you know at times can be a bit of the old school style of hockey and, and maybe not the same style the American Hockey League is and the National Hockey League is. Is he better to come back to junior hockey? And if he is, does he want to play for a team that's rebuilding, clearly like the Edmonton Oil Kings, or can you give him a chance to go on a deep run, play 25 minutes a night, and try and win another WHL championship? And the Oil Kings said, well, if that's going to be the case, that he's going to come back to junior. We want to help him out and put him in his uh, best possible place to succeed. And I think that's the Seattle Thunderbirds, and they're obviously happy to make that deal. And uh, they've got room for an extra 20-year-old should he be returned. But uh, right now, it's it's basically just a waiting game uh, for the Edmonton Oil Kings. Though, if he is sent back, that'll be an, a nice return for them, one they probably weren't expecting heading into this year. Okay. Uh, close game last night against the Giants. Calgary coming up at 7, and another game Sunday uh, at 4. That's Red yeah. Deer. Uh, in town. So the, car the cartoon festival is tonight, and what's the promotion on Sunday? Uh, Family Fun Sunday, okay. presented by our friends over at uh, Global Edmonton. Um, it's, you know, they got the concourse carnival going on, bouncy castles, face painting, balloon animals, and then the big thing is this year, it's the return of our signature Sundays where the fans can stick around after the game, and we'll have a group of 10 players or so come up, and uh, people can get uh, autographs of their favorite Oil King players, and they all have their own individual player cards that they'll, they'll give out and sign as well, so it's, it's just a lot of fun uh, for the families to come on down, and and be a part of uh, you know that's that's the market that we're geared towards and uh, trying to welcome them back into rogers place because even last year with the COVID restrictions being eased it still wasn't easy for a lot of families to come out and attend games and uh, we're hoping to see them come back in droves this year yeah that's awesome hey i always appreciate you dropping by i know you got your own broadcast ready to go here on oilkings.ca we'll talk soon thank hey, you my pleasure thanks for having me on reed that is andrew peart play-by-play -play voice for edmonton oil kings they and the calgary hitmen are on the ice for the warm-up for the game that is going to start at seven o'clock so we'll keep you updated once it gets uh, going what does a former goalie think about the Evander Kane play last night? We'll fill you in when we get back.